0: Welcome to Plan and Empower, the podcast. I am your host, Meg Goodman. This is a space where we discuss mindset, business, empowering yourself, habits and routines, and self-development. I'm so excited to have you here. Welcome to another episode of Plan and Empower the Podcast. I'm so excited to have you here, whether you are a returning listener or you are new. Welcome along. Um, Today, I will be discussing some really cool topics with Hannah Melsop, which I was super excited about. Um, it was a massive achievement for me to even reach out and ask to interview her, so I'm beyond excited for you all to be listening to this. We discuss things business, lifestyle, and mindset, and so much more. So before we get into that, we'll just do a little bit of a catch up on what's been going on. Now that I'm doing weekly episodes, I feel like there's not as much to catch up on, which is probably a good thing, because I can talk, <laughs> Um, but I have launched Become a Morning Person, which is my free PDF over on That Happy Habit, my stationary planner business. So if you are interested in getting that, it is in the show notes. It is free to download. You just have to follow the link. Um, lately, I've been doing a lot of running. So I've been right back into that as my exercise type, which I've been really enjoying. Um, I'm recording this intro late at night on a Sunday, and I've just got back from a 15K run, and I'm so excited back in the best mindset with it so next week i will be recording an episode with q a all about running so if you have any questions about that please do send them my way i have put up question polls on that happy habits instagram but i will also pop them up on plan and empowers instagram so either way get them through um and that brings me to i've been really focusing on my morning routine i needed to get that back into shape i've been falling out of it a bit and getting just a bit tired and losing focus on what I really want so I've been really making an effort to focus on the little things and make sure that I'm spending time on myself and making sure that I'm stopping to remember success because it's so easy when you're starting your own business that you forget all the little milestones that used to be absolutely terrifying. But without further ado I will let you hear the interview. This was my first time ever interviewing someone and I just think we had the best time and I cannot wait for you to listen. Yay, here we go. Today, I get the pleasure of interviewing an inspirational woman who has spent the last seven years building her business from the ground up. This year has been a very transformational year for her, where she became a mama to the beautiful Winnie, who you may hear in the background, and she sold her business Real Rad Food in June. I've been a follower of Real Rad Food for many years, and she's been a massive inspiration to me. Hannah, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so stoked to be here and to chat yay so exciting so you've had a massive massive year <laughs> lots have changed so what has it been like growing Real Rad Food and then what led you to the decision to sell
1: yeah so as you said like I did Real Rad Food for like six seven years um, and growing it was a big roller coaster but such a privilege to do like I, I always think like pressure and i would think pressure is a privilege and in those times where i felt like that immense pressure i just knew that so many people did i was experiencing something with growing that business that very few people get to experience in their lifetime so it was a roller coaster there was so much learning and so much like self-development but development as an entrepreneur i suppose um but yeah we grew like hey excuse me little one excuse me sorry um welcome to the podcast Winnie yeah she's here she'd like you all to know um but so we yeah I I I think selling was always the end game for me as a business owner I think most business owners want to it's it's the biggest compliment for someone to want to purchase what you've spent so much time and energy building um, and I've always wanted to be a mum so I'm such an all-in person that I knew that when I when it came time to hopefully be a mum that that might be the time to start thinking about selling the business um, but yeah basically made the call to maybe list it in January and then a matter of months later was we sort of found our buyer and it all worked out like that. But yes, a wild roller coaster of growing that business and an even more wild roller coaster of the process of deciding to sell and then selling.
0: That's so incredible because you spend so long fostering this energy into one space. And as a business owner myself, I'm in like the real beginnings. So I've made my first product and I'm like in the the hustle section of it. So it's so incredible to imagine being six or seven years down the track from here and then then selling it because it, you, you put so much time and energy into it that it would f- almost feel like there's this this hole like you've lost something that you did every day but I suppose that's where Winnie comes in right because you may you want your priority to be her
1: yeah and I, I think it, I don't think I would have ever sold without if I didn't have Winnie to sort of be my next like distraction slash job or role like i i would have uh, because i think the beauty with selling when i did was i still loved i i loved and do love that business and i loved my role and i was happy to continue on for a few more years but i just thought it would take a lot longer to sell than what it did but i think like selling when you're in the headspace of like no this is i've got an epic job and i've got i run an epic business and it provides me with a really cool lifestyle it like puts you in like a really nice position to have negotiations i suppose at the same time but yeah I guess, like, if I had sold and I was sitting here with... Because she's a full-time job. If I didn't have that, I would be, like... I like to be busy, so it would be very... um, I wouldn't have sold if I didn't have the arrival of this little one, I don't think.
0: Yeah, well, I follow you on social media and I can see your days look very full. So I, it's, it's incredible to think that what it would have been like had you not done that, you know? You would have been so full on. Yeah, so I'm doing a little bit of contracting to the new owners
1: just helping them out with marketing over the next few months and like I think I clocked like three hours total last week and I was like whoa that felt like a lot
0: like (laughs) I don't I don't know how yeah. I went to the warehouse this morning with my friend and her baby and even going out of the house it takes tenfold more time. I was saying that do you need me to carry this? Do you want me to move this? I was like, I've just I never considered that. I left my house this morning, threw in my handbag and left. But it's like a ten step process to leave the house now.
1: A hundred percent and like the feeding aspect of it and it's um yeah, I, I I'm loving it so, so much. But um I'm so it's made me realize that I a hundred percent made the right decision because there's always the unknown of like far out am i gonna regret this i remember like talking with family like thinking about selling and you know my brother would say like you'll what what did he say something along the lines of you'll never you'll never get it back so like once it's done it's done and i was in but yeah it's i'm i'm very happy with the decision that i made and it's all just gone
0: really well I'm so happy to hear that. So that kind of leads us into our next question. So what was the highlight of starting a business and running your business?
1: Um, Highlights? Oh,
0: honestly...
1: Kaus, like Kals was such a pivotal pivotal role and person in Real Red Food in, in such in the years where we really made an impact. Um, and I think like my relationship with her and how we got yep. to work alongside each other was so special. Um, she'll be a lifelong friend of mine. So she's always somewhat something that I think of when I think about like real rad food and what was really special about it. Um and then I I just think like seeing our products through supermarkets and like really trying to become that household health brand name, um, was really awesome. Um, and yeah, probably supermarkets and cows would be my main highlights of
0: that. Yeah. That's really cool. When you were, so it was a rogue question. When you were like in high school, did you ever imagine yourself being a boss? no. I still don't
1: really think of myself like that
0: (laughs) yeah because i i don't think i would ever see myself in that because the way you talk about kelsey is like she's one of your best friends Mm. and i was like that's such a cool way to run an employee situation rather than looking at it as you do what i ask you to do we work together as a team so you welcomed her as a member of your team which i like
1: yeah and i think being such a small business like there's somewhat of a hierarchy, but there's not really a hierarchy and like I definitely like had learnings along the way with how to be a boss, I suppose, but like the mutual respect was always there and when you're working alongside someone for like ten hours a day, three days in a row um you're gonna talk about your lives and you're gonna go beyond just the business so yeah. <laughs> um a fine line to toe, but it was just we had a beautiful oh my goodness we try everyone listening we did try and link this out with a net, na- <laughs> but it didn't work out it's okay Anyways, um she's so, so cute yeah being a boss yeah, i was just lucky with a staff member who was so who cared so much that's the most important thing
0: yeah and they care you want someone who cares about your business almost as much as you do because you want that passion to come through in all yeah. food and especially because you started and I find food such a transition of emotion and feeling and you started with with food so making it like the slices and and trying to pass on those because initially you were cakes as well weren't you mm, yeah circular yeah, cakes <laughs> yeah so because I used to be a baker a lot and so I used to follow when you were right right at the beginning and because I live in the South Island but I remember watching going she's so cool I was like I want to do that and now I've gone like an entirely different business venture but I was like it's still I my appreciation for how difficult it is to produce food was mm-hmm. so high because you need the kitchen standards there's mm-hmm. just tenfold more steps involved to get to where you are <laughs>
1: i think um when i so when we sold when i sold the business there was a clause in the sale and purchase and it was like you can't start another food business in in five years or something and i was like don't you worry about that won't be doing that
0: ever again because i was gonna ask do you think you ever would do it again
1: <laughs> so i wouldn't no. do i would i won't do anything food related like i it was really cool, cool it was really cool what we did with real red food but Hi, Winnie. But it was, um, it's a beast. Compliance and all manufacturing food, it's a beast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I studied um, at nutrition, I I studied a degree in nutrition, and then I did food service management. And even through that, I saw like the handbooks you have to have on site, and you have to be able to know what line and what sentence refers to what. And I was like, man, I can't remember that. It's too much. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah,
1: it is. And like, yeah, we did a lot of work on the compliance side of the business. And I'm super proud of that, because like, it wasn't something, I mean, I'm a marketer, and we were, we ended up being a food manufacturing company. And like, (laughs) We put a lot of mahi into to be able to supply supermarkets and have compliance that enabled us to do so. Yeah.
0: And packaging would have been a whole different realm in there, right? Because there's the food safe packaging, but you wanna meet that eco-friendly, sustainable approach as well. So where do you find the balance, right?
1: Yeah, and it's um, you know, we we it was definitely important to our audience for us to and for our brand values for us to try and source and have sustainable packaging solutions. But um, I'm super proud to get also of what we did in that space, moving to fully soft plastics recyclable, but yeah, it's a very expensive exercise and it's just a shame that, you know, people look to the small guys to have these amazing sustainable packaging, but, if the bigger guys did it it would be more price like efficient for so many more small guys to do it but yes. that was a real cool thing to get ticked off the list as well before my time was up um because it's super important and in the coming years it, w- it won't even be a question it'll just be expected of brands so to to have launched it you know nearly two years ago is um pretty cool
0: It's so incredible. Even when I was looking because I'm creating a desk pad and when I was looking for who was going to print that for me, I was like, well, I have to align with the values of the printing company. I don't want it to be some big commercial company. I'm looking for a small business because I want to support someone who's doing similar ventures to me. And I was like, you spend so much time looking for one vendor I was like you know if I do this at every single stop but then it create the end product ends up being more something that I'm passionate about and something I'm proud of like how you sound with them and the process you went through to get there is just incredible
1: yeah definitely it's um a lot of like trial and error as well but yeah we've we have we built and I think when I sold the business it became it became really evident Like the amazing suppliers that we had worked with, and these relationships that we had built, and like to pass that on to the new owners, it was just special to have like that continue. But also, like I, I had to have some hard phone calls of like it was sad. I was like, I've worked alongside you for so long, and now I'm done. Um, and like that, a lot of our suppliers, yeah, and they've watched you grow too, and a lot of our suppliers, um they've been with us for five years you know and they've seen they've seen the growth. they've been almost mentors to me so that was it, it made me realize how special the journey really had been how hard i found yeah. telling some of our suppliers that that it was um sold but they were so happy for me so it was cool
0: And it's cool because you're moving into such a new and different venture now like and like you said you've always wanted to be a mum, so this is this is something that you've been so passionate about and now you can put like you said 110 of your energy into this and you can you can really focus on it which is really cool
1: yeah and like what a privilege like all i i would say to mac like all i want is the choice and i felt like if i still was at the helm of real Red food i didn't have the choice on my time spent with her but now i do have the choice and like i'm choosing to currently be with her and who knows maybe i'll pick up some more marketing contracting like in another six months but i just want the choice and unfortunately with how i felt about real Red food getting a general manager in wasn't really something i wanted to do i just i just it was it was time so
0: yeah you wanted someone else who could put that 110 into it and the new owners seem they seem really lovely and they seem like they're putting that same passion and love that you had into it which is really cool yeah they're honestly
1: the nicest people um and you know Kelsey's continued on working for them, which is which has been awesome. And yeah, I just wish for nothing but the best, and I'm going to continue sort of doing what we're doing in terms of my marketing contracting to them for the next wee while, um, just to hopefully make it as smooth of as of a transition as possible. Because I'm well aware that Hannah was very entrenched in Real Rad Food as a brand. So although in the in the Absolutely. last few years we tried to sort of make sure that you know the spotlight was on the community and on the products as opposed to like hannah being the business owner which is what it was in in its infancy and that really gave us the ability to sort of create this connection with our audience um yeah i just we just need to it's it's a um it's an interesting sort of marketing strategy to start to implement that's for sure
0: it's a big change to what you started with right definitely yeah. And it, lots of people connected with you. And even now, see, I followed you as well as Real Rad Food. It wasn't mm. like I just followed one or the other. I followed mm. both. So it was, it's been cool to watch. Yeah. So what routines do you think you've had in place that have helped you be successful?
1: I've always been an early riser. Um, but in saying that, like, I'm not a super strict routine person. But I have, like, daily routines that just need to happen at some point in the day, I suppose like movement is so important to me. Um, in terms of like how I feel my mental health, like honestly, when it's raining outside and I can't get out for a walk, especially these days, cause I used to get movement through my job as well. And so now that I'm not going into the factory, it's all, it's like, I just need to get out for a walk and whether that happens in the morning or the evening, it's just something that I know that I need to do. Um, And then I guess like simple things for me, like doing my skincare in the morning and in the evening is like just a nice routine that like allows me to just do something for yourself and like self care. It's like you're just like looking after yourself and I I love doing my skincare and that sort of thing. and I think like another one for me, a routine, I suppose, is connecting with others online. And I did that for so long with Real Red Food. And now doing that more through my personal page has like, it's been really nice. Just, but I think if I didn't have my personal social media account where I could like create content and connect with people, I think if I didn't have that in my day, I would have felt a whole lot more lost during this transitional time.
0: Yeah, because you spend mm. so much time on social media So then flip. Mm-hmm. If you went into flipping and having none, you would – you wouldn't, you'd be filming stuff and go, well, what do I do with this? Because <laughs> you get, you actually get yeah. quite used to filming things that you do. Yeah. And like, I can talk to strangers all day long on social media.
1: Like, I actually love it. Like, I love interacting with people. I love having conversations with people. Like, I have so many friends, like friends that I've never met that I talk to on a daily basis. I think Absolutely. I just crave connection in my day. And that's what social media gives me.
0: Well, that's kind of even how I ended up going into line of interviewing you. I just went, well, I want to interview people who, in inspire me and who have done what I want to do and that if you've ever heard done manif- manifesting or anything down those lines you mm-hmm. need to connect on the vibe where you want to be and I was like, "Well, Hannah mm-hmm. is the vibe I want to be so I was like you just you need to connect and talk with those people and so I had to get over that mental thing where you feel like you can't do it because your business isn't there yet or you can't do it because your social media presence isn't there yet and I was like why not just ask I was like the worst you get is a no, like, and if it's a no, it's going to be a polite no.
1: (laughs) Absolutely. And like, I, you know, had so asked so many people, so many questions throughout my journey as well. And I have had, quite a few business owners reach out to me after the sale and everything was made public and like I'm so more than happy to like jump on a zoom with people like I have the time a eh? I mean she might cry a little bit but I do have the time to talk with people and I think giving back to like a community of women especially that supported me and Real Red Food and just like in general the women in business community like I'm so happy to give back in ways that I can because I got so much out of certain people throughout my journey. And I think that it's just an important thing to do. Like, just put that in, like give back to the universe that gave to you, you know, sort of along similar
0: lines. Exactly. And if you... If you feedback, then then down the line, if you ever go to do anything again, you've still got that supportive network of people who trust you and have followed you and you've supported them in an equal way. So you're creating a beautiful community. Yeah, and, you know, like that's what life's life's about really. It's like if I'm
1: like to when you think about your purpose and your impact and like the legacy that you have, like it's all about connection with other people and like to be in a position where I have the
0: time to have conversations is like an awesome thing to do. It's so cool. And even then you're passing by talking to me, you're passing it on to anyone who follows me or listens to my podcast. Mm. So it's just that yeah. chain of events, right? You're growing people yeah. that you haven't even met before, which is so cool. Yeah, definitely. Are there any new habits that you want to build that you feel like maybe you you don't have time for yet or anything along those lines? I mean, maybe
1: going to bed earlier would probably be one because I've been getting in quite a bad habit of like going well because when Winnie will go down for her, she'll go down to bed at nighttime at about seven and she's an amazing sleeper through the night. We've been so lucky. But she can be like through the day. I mean, I've had one day where we got like a two hour nap, but through the day she's kind of just like awake and cat naps around. And so and I also don't really want to be trying to work or like tap away on my laptop when, you know, it's our daytime because she does sleep so well during the night. anyways so when she goes down to bed, I, I do try and get on my laptop and smash through some work so I'm not, like, wasting away my days when I can be, like, Googling, Googling at it yeah. all day. Um, but so, yeah, I've sort of been... And they need it. Like, babies need attention. Yeah, I've been working a little bit from, like, seven till just for an hour or so. But then it kind of, like, wires my brain. And then I go on TikTok. And then, and then I just find myself being awake for so long. And even sometimes when... I'll feed her at about like 2 or 3 a.m. I start to go on my phone after that because I'm just like a little bit awake. I, I don't know. I'm feeling quite wired in the evenings. But so I just need to, I think for me, it's getting off the phone. Yeah. And maybe picking up my Kindle, which is beside my bed and reading a book. I mean, I don't. I think I used to think of reading like I had to have read like a self-development book or something along those lines but I just want to read some like Colleen Hoover or something and just
0: like not be staring at TikToks yes something that you don't have to think about yeah you know you're, you're just you're, you get engrossed in the story and what she's creating rather than trying to work on something or build yourself you're actually just enjoying the book yeah so
1: that is something like yeah I just like need to get back into good habits around like sleep hygiene and things like
0: that um and yeah just want to start reading again if I can um and even and then you just aim for like five pages it doesn't you don't have like, to sit and read half the book you just read a page and if you're not vibing reading then you put the book down but often enough you'll get through one page of the book and you'll be engrossed yeah. in the story and you'll keep going absolutely yeah yeah so that's one. yeah so it's kind of that that trickle effect right and that'll help your sleep because if you do that you'll get off your phone and it'll be like a stack through <laughs> yeah. right it'll just help absolutely it's really cool i think it's i like asking this question because it it kind of brings it back that everyone has things they're working on mm-hmm like nobody you see online doesn't have something that they're working towards or a goal that they're trying to better themselves for, which I like. Oh, definitely. And
1: like, to, like I have had like a pretty easy journey with motherhood. Um, cause she's, and I believe that is literally just luck of the draw. Um, but I'm very like conscious of like, you know, we have hard days and I've shared the hard days as well. Um, And there's definitely, there's definitely things that I can work on as a mother, but like, I think that I I like to like, I guess, make the disclaimer that like, I'm not, I don't mean to just share all of like the positive things about being a mum, but like it has been a really positive experience for me. And like my new life is one that I I like really do love, but I know that it is so hard for so many other people. So for me to be like working on like starting to read more might seem ridiculous as like a new mum, but I've been lucky with Winnie. I know it's so different for so many people. Um, And I mean, we've had our hard days, but it's been pretty good so far. So if if people are out there that are just like, that's awesome. Don't feel like they're in the same boat know that I mean we have our hard days too but I'm, I'm
0: not out here trying. and it. everyone's on their own journey totally totally no one's two days look the same yeah exactly. so there's and you can listen and sometimes when you listen to something like this and if it does trigger you it's actually bringing something that you want to change mm. rather than necessarily something that the person that you're listening to needs to change yeah because everyone's confronted with different challenges and different tasks and like I don't have children so my day will look entirely different to your day because you've got you've got a baby to look after whereas i'm currently my baby's the business and i'm trying to foster that so it's everyone's days are going to look different which i quite like comparison is always the thief of joy oh absolutely and it can destroy so much in your day if you let it yeah definitely how have your goals shifted since becoming a mama
1: i think i just feel like i find fulfillment in different things now Um, and it's actually really nice to not feel the pressure of, I guess, uh, tangible goals. Um, it's like a weight's been lifted off my shoulders, not having to, you know, look at a Shopify and look at numbers and see how we're performing and that sort of thing. So, I mean, My goals have changed in the way of like, I'm just taking a little break from the goals, which is really, really nice. And again, like in a privileged position to be able to do that. Um, My goal is to just be like as present as I can with her and like make the most of this time and make sure that I'm just, yeah, like basking in the miracle that is being able to be a mum. Um, so I would say, yeah, I I mean, Mac and I talk about our goals as a family every so often. Um, but at the moment I'm just like living
0: the goal free life and it's actually really nice. (laughs) Well, you've spent so long pushing to the next goal and meeting deadlines and pushing forward. So it'll actually be really, really peaceful to take a break and just be present where you are. And even when you are setting goals, sometimes you can get so focused on what's next, but where you are now used to be a goal. So you've got to actually remember to be present and enjoy what you've what you've worked on and what you've built. A hundred
1: percent. And like when I think of my time with Real Red Food, like I or I just think relentless pursuit because the goal wasn't to like maintain. The goal was if if we're not growing by X amount, we're failing. You know, like I'm just so I was so it was like what's happening next 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 and I think that that was another indicator of like it's time to sell was because like we launched rad greens and it was like the best product launch we had ever done it was awesome it was so cool um and then I was like 20 weeks pregnant and I was like I don't really know what's when I think to the future I think Winnie that's was all I was thinking about and I was like I think this might be it for me like so
0: yeah that's really sweet Mm. and it's cool that it naturally came to its end for you like you you got pregnant and and you were like this is gonna be it which is I think really special you didn't have to make that decision without without having your next thing that you knew you wanted like you know you wanted to be a mother so you knew you wanted to spend this time at home with your family and building that that your own little community within your household Mm -hmm. and to be able to do that you needed to be able to give it your all which I just think is so incredible yeah yeah I'm really I'm so stoked I got to talk to you today (laughs) oh i'm
1: like love talking to you too and you were like you've been such a good amazing supporter of like real red food and just like in turn me also and i um yeah i'm so glad we sat down and i'm sorry for people's ears with this little grouchy lady who's decided to actually fall asleep now oh no she's away again anyway oh and there goes the dummy <laughs>
0: Thank you so much for listening to another episode of Plan to Empower, the podcast. If you're keen to see us more, come find us on all social media platforms. There'll be links in the show notes. I would really appreciate if you could leave a review or a comment on whatever platform that you're listening on. Thank you so much. Bye.